Well, it's good to be here. And and uh, we were here last year, which was great as well. But post-pandemic, this thing is getting better and better and better. And you believe me, you're going to have to get out here to the auto show at Huntington Place. Um, obviously, EVs are a central focus to the show. Um, it's not all the cars here, but it is a big focus uh, as these automakers across the board. And it's not just the big three. I mean, you can go down the line. But everybody is, is starting to add these to their portfolio. And whether or not they're going to go all EV by X date, um, you know, everybody's on a different timeline. But, but these products are rolling out. And some of them are becoming more and more and more affordable. And I think that's cutting down a lot of the anxiety for people who say, well, I'm not maybe in the market yet for an EV, but maybe my next car or the next car after that. So it's planting the seeds as this transition is happening. And it's very exciting. And one of the the, the worries that we've certainly talked about on this show with you is, is the charging infrastructure and making sure that you know, you don't want to be on the roadway and just lose juice. You don't want to be on the roadway, lose gas. Like you don't want to run out of gas. It's That is a a tough situation to be in, but there is a project underway here in Michigan to electrify a strip of roadway to highlight the ability to charge your car even as it's in motion. Stefan Tonger is the the VP of Business Development at Electrion, and he joins us. It's good to see you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How are you enjoying the show so far? I think it's amazing. I think seeing all these people... Uh, that are here, mobility leaders, people in the industry that are not just thinking about solving yesterday's problem, but thinking about how can we actually make this into a future uh, system where this works for ordinary people and for businesses. And to be part of that solution, I think it feels great. There's no doubt. And it's not even just like, what's the next step? It's what's the step after that? And it's what's the step after that, after that? Like, it, there are the, the, the thought process among the designers and the autos are we got to think several steps ahead to not only make sure that we're, we're providing a product that our customers want, but what's, what are the needs of people going to be five, ten years down the road, and how do we start catering to that now? Yeah, absolutely. It, it goes back to, you know, ask the cl- client what they want, the yeah. customer, and, and you will get, like, you know, what you have. And yeah. I think that's so super interesting, the transition over a couple of years where you had EVs being new to the market, mm-hmm. we're past that. And I, I think exactly like you said, now people are thinking to start about, you know, thinking outside the vehicle. What about charging infrastructure? What about grid connection? Yep. What about having all these batteries in a way that might not be so sustainable if everybody drives a, you know, a two-ton battery? So those questions are coming up now, and that's why it's so exciting now because the future is creating here and right now. Well, and it used to be a novelty. Right? Oh, there's a Chevy Bolt, or there's a Chevy Volt, or there's a Tesla, or there's a Mach-E. Like, now it's not, I mean, here especially. We see it all over the place. It's not a, it's not a, a, a kitschy thing anymore. Now it's for real. And so the infrastructure, I think, is when I talk to my listeners um, and talk to people around town, the, the idea that, well, you know, I can just go to the gas station to fill up. It takes five minutes. Or um, I don't want to, I don't want to have to. Uh, add all this infrastructure into my home and, you know, have all these upfront costs because I can just go to the gas station, whatever it is. There's hesitancy about being able to fuel these electric vehicles. But I want to talk a little bit about what you're doing about at, at Electrion because you've got a project, a couple projects here in Michigan, working with the state on electrified roadways at Michigan Avenue. Where was the second one at? 14th Street. And 14, yeah. Over by the, the train Michigan station. Street, yeah. Yeah. And, and so talk to me about where you're at in that pro- process, and then how did this project actually come up? 
Absolutely. So we're super proud of this partnership that Electron has with the state of Michigan, and we're working with Michigan Department of Transportation to actually implement the nation's first wireless electric roadway one-mile stretch to get the technology in the road because it's not – uh, this is not the project where we're going to test the technology only because the technology has been proven. The company is based in Israel. We've been operating a, a road where I come from in Sweden for over four years. We have projects in Germany and Italy and now soon in France and also in, in Norway. So this is more about coming to the market with the right players, building the ecosystem between public private partners but also private partners. How do we get through permitting process? How sure. do we get through all the, the connecting with the grid, making sure the designer of roads know how to build an electric road uh, and construct it and then thirdly also work with the use cases where the operators use because mm -hmm. one of the things you think about is passenger cars and people regular people having this this fear and anxiety imagine if you are a commercial fleet operator right sure. your vehicles that's how you make money. So if your money, are, uh, if your vehicles are stranded because the juice is out of those battery, that will cost you money, and that yep. will make the hesitation of you going over. So we look at it from you know commercial fleet operators. If that's trucks, buses, vans, uh, cars, uh, car share, like those vehicles are utilized a lot. You know what they drive? It's predictable. They have a certain load. Mm -hmm. Let's help them by charging them more, uh, more flexible. Oh, I mean, it makes all the sense in the world. And and from from this perspective, like if you're a, if you're a potential EV buyer, and let's just say, you know, for 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 uh, for conversation's sake, if all these roads are charged, you don't have to do anything ever. Exactly. So, and this is how, where it becomes interesting. And that's not now, but that's the future. The, the interesting, if we do it right with the right use cases, the way it works is you come with your vehicle, the road while you're maintaining the road, you know. Which you do sure. all the time. You, 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 well, I don't you know do about here in Michigan. We got right, issues here. Right. Well, you do mill and refills. Yes, sure. And, and no when you do that, you put in the pads, the yep. coils, and then you have upgraded your road to be a charging asset. So everybody can drive on the road. It's not just for EVs or right. for EVs with receivers. And then once you have that road, think about it that you're able to charge any type of vehicle while they drive or while they are still, by the way, in idling location, a parking yep. structure where they stop you know, in their operation. So the benefit of it is actually, if you think about it, less, less battery need, right? Because now we don't need to design the whole battery to do the whole range. We have less, uh, we don't have the fear of running out of juice because we can get it on the, during the operations day. Less strain on the grid because the grid can't handle all these vehicles charging at the same point of time. And, and, and you know, this, everything makes sure that the, the transition to electric vehicle mm -hmm. is a shared charging platform that will enable it. So then talk to me about how this works. H how do you electrify a road? How are you doing this in Michigan? So basically, uh, copper coils embedded under the three, four inches underneath the roadway. We connect that coil to a box, which is called a management unit, like a cabinet, yep. which is connected to the grid and to the cloud. Okay. Pave it over with the asphalt, you don't see anything. And then you have underneath the vehicle, we have attached like a receiver. And if you're at the auto show, come by and, and you'll see it. Yeah. We'll uh, so so we have the minutes. technology here. And then what happens when you come and approach that coil or the roadway, with your vehicle, the roadway will be smart. It knows who you are. You have an, a subscription, and you get allowed to get a charge while you're standing still or while you're driving. So without any think about it, you don't have the hassle of plugging in cables or mm -hmm. thinking about running out. This works seamlessly within the way you drive, and that's the beauty of it. And, it's, and this is a subscription model? It's it, Depending on what model, we have different business models, depending on what entity we work with. But in essence, you will pay for energy regardless if you're standing still at your home sure. or while you're. So as you, as you drive, 
we can share the cost of the infrastructure, not only in your house, but we can increase utilization because now suddenly we open it up to different users and therefore the cost to pay off that infrastructure will actually be much lower than regular charging infrastructure, which sits idle more of the time. Are you, te- are you tearing apart the whole roadway or no. just a strip? Just a strip. Oh, we cool. go deeper, a little bit deeper to allow for recurrent maintenance yep. after that. And so suddenly that road, which today is, you know, not as fancy, it becomes like a charging re- so asset. Is, is this the future, do you think? I absolutely of, of believe, on the roadway? I absolutely believe that if we want to go to achieve high uh, scale adaptability of EVs, which everybody wants to do, this is the road, this is the way we can do it in a cost effective and sustainable way so i definitely believe so it's it's very cool you guys are based out of israel what else are you doing i got about 10 to 20 seconds left so we're doing projects uh, as i mentioned in in germany and sweden and italy and i think what we're doing here is creating partnership i think sure. this us being here in michigan and not somewhere else is because if there is a nature here that uh, we need to take the lead here we need to show the rest of the country and so we work with fleet operators and invite oems and do this together because when we do this together we can change the world. Well, and uh, there's no better place to uh, to deal with anything autos than Detroit. This is here where you need to, to be. be in Michigan. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Stefan Tunger, good to see you. Thank you so like, much for taking a couple minutes. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right, we got to take a break. Uh, coming up on the other side, we'll talk about Huntington Place. It's a great facility for this particular event. We'll talk about it next on JR Afternoon.